Haley, welcome back. I hope you've been doing well. We are finally in quarter four. Like, come on now. We're going to end this year on such a good note. And I'm excited because I had told myself that I wanted to do absolutely nothing in the month of December because that's my birthday month. But then I had to think back. And this year, honestly, I took three to four months off. Um, you couldn't really feel it because I pre-batched my content um, on most of my platforms. But yeah, I was like, no, I actually feel really good about my business. I feel really good about how everything is going. And I really want to talk to you about that one thing that got me to this place. I'm a person that is an avid social media detoxer, okay? You will not find me constantly scratching my brain trying to figure out what to post on social media and because I've been able to create my content plan to be able to really be able to reuse a lot of content and the way that I look at my calendar is not necessarily a 30 day I look at it more like a 7 to 14 day I'm able to knock out content but also do it in a way that is not draining me and I'm also able to really forecast out how I want the year to go, but still allow room for like, for December, for example, I plan to take the month off. But then I'm like, no, I feel really good. I want to keep going, right? So I want to talk to you today about that, because I feel that so many people have this one thing that is holding them back to where they're not able to see the income they want to see. They're not able to enjoy the moments of relationships that they want to have. They're accepting less than they need to. And for what? Right. And I'm saying this as someone who used to be like this. And once I was able to clock it, my entire life changed. Okay. I talked to my therapist and in the beginnings of when we started, because I am faithful, like every single week I have my therapy session without fail, okay? But when we first started, I remember her saying, who programmed your mind? Who programmed your emotions? Who programmed your reactions? And not many people think about that. You just react how you want to react. You think what you want to think. And the thing about that is sometimes, especially if you're a person that's like, you know, my parents did this and I'll never be this type of parent. Eventually you might find yourself either being like them or you might be on the complete opposite of the spectrum to where it's like, there was a reason that that type of behavior was there. And now you're on the total opposite end where it's just causing chaos. Okay. And when you really sit back and just think about yourself as much as people think about other people, you realize that anything anybody does outside of you has nothing to do with you. Like it has absolutely zero to do with you. And if you're a person that is doing this thing I'm going to talk about, you wouldn't be able to clock it because you would take everything personal. You would become this savior and you would create situations where you are always 
the pedestal. Now, I want to get into what this thing is, but I did not do my intro. So let's cue the intro. But before we do, I definitely want to talk to you about the things that are coming up in my world. If you want to come in closer to my paid containers, I want to let you know about them so that you're already prepared when the day comes. But this topic we're talking about today, if you love this topic, we talk about this and many other things in my 12-week program, Becoming Elite. The link is in the show notes. And you can also DM me on Instagram at I am Nina Hayes. Just DM me Becoming Elite and I'll send you the link over. This 12-week program, so, so good. And I'm not saying that because I created it. I'm saying it because I went through it multiple times. I went through one of the most hardest seasons of my life where I literally had no choice but to lean forward. I could not run from the situation. I could not lean back from the situation. And I could not just make the situation go away with some money or whatever. I had to literally sit and accept that because I did this one thing that we're talking about today, that I was accepting disrespect. And I was in a situation that even though it was my passion and it was my love, I found myself unaligned. And when I really sat down and looked at my entire life, I had some situations where I had been very passive and I had created things that I didn't want any longer. And it prompted me to want to dive deeper into glowing up and becoming my elite self, my higher self. Okay. So you've heard the journey in this podcast, but that is the step-by-step program that helps you to accept where you are, build out and figure out how you're going to finance where you really want to be. And be able to look at the obstacles that may come up, such as someone saying you think you're all that or, you know, you're too good, you're acting brand new. Like it goes over how to knock out those obstacles so that you can keep moving forward and not shrink. So if you want to be a part of that program, it's definitely in the show notes or again, you can DM me on IG. The next program is Authority. She's coming back Black Friday. So if you missed the pre-sale, go ahead and save the date for Black Friday. Friday, she will be available for a very special price on that day. I want to let you know this, that day is the only day that that program will be available for literally half off, okay? So if you know you want to get in that program or you missed the pre-sale and you're like, I know I need to be in that program, Black Friday is your day. So make sure you save that date so that you can log in. I'm not going to put a whole bunch of times on it and all of that. Just know on Black Friday, you can literally go to that link, which if you're part of my email, you'll have the link. If not, just DM me on IG at I am Nina Hayes, DM me authority, and you will have the link for Black Friday so that you can enjoy it at a special um, launch price. Now, other than that, that program is three grand. Now, I know I have a lot of clients who are like, I don't need no discount, right? But for those of you that are like, I really want to be a part of Nina's world, hey, this is the last opportunity in 2023 by taking advantage of that on Black Friday. So Authority is the program that helps you to be able to create a high-impact service, whether it is in-person or a digital service, to be able to create it, launch it, sell it, to build yourself as an industry authority, and to get your clients big transformations and results. All right, so we did enough talking, you know what's coming up and let's get into the intro and I'll see you in the rest of the podcast. What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? 
I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Okay, now we can get into it. Listen, there's this one thing that literally will halt your life if you don't clock this thing. And my therapist did not have to clock me on this. But as we started talking and really breaking through a lot of the trauma and things that I was dealing with, this concept became alarmingly loud in my meditations and devotions where I realized that in the spirit of setting boundaries, in the spirit of wanting more for myself, in the spirit of pushing through and going to my next level, there's this one thing that I was constantly doing that was going to send me back two steps every time. And that thing is giving too much grace. Okay, I know in the Bible, there's always a way to find a scripture that can help us get through whatever we're getting through. And there's a scripture that can be used, whether you read it from a lack mindset or whether you read it from an abundance mindset. But when I started really getting into my own meditation and my own devotion, I was able to clock myself because I was able to see that I try to always see the good in other people. And that's not a bad thing. If you're a person that's like, you know what, I just, I see the good in other people and yeah, they might be a little aggressive or they might be like this, but you know, I know that they can do great things and I know they have the potential and you know, I know that maybe they didn't mean it. Like if that's you, I want you to know that you have an overindulgence to grace. And a lot of times it can stem from us not getting grace as children. We were always under this hypercritical lens. We were always expected to perform at this super high level without any previous training or any understanding. It was just like whatever's thrown at you, you're expected to just go figure it out and do it to the most excellent level there is. And so for you and, and people like us, we started to develop this hypercritical inner voice that pushed and drived us to just figure things out and be the best we can be. Unfortunately, especially if you're the oldest child, you take on other people's results and details. And so if other people drop the ball, you just don't feel right letting them take their L. You feel like it's your responsibility to kick in because you are the person that's had to figure it out. You know how hard it is to figure it out. And because of that, you're like, oh, let me help this person. But I want you to know that a lot of times when you do that, you take on way more than you need to. And on top of that, when somebody doesn't even respect it or appreciate it, eventually that chips away at you and it starts to make you feel like, okay, I'm done being nice to people. I'm done helping people. But deep down inside, 
that's not true because it's been so ingrained and that thing of just hyper grace that you're passing out has not been clocked okay so when I started noticing this about myself I had a really toxic relationship with grace because I was like okay we have to give grace to people like forgive them father for they know not what they do and I had to realize that that's a cop-out for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have gone their entire life being manipulative and figuring out how to get other people to pick up their bed for them, okay? And when you start to remember that, you stop projecting on to every person you see that maybe they just don't know. You stop pre um confirming another person's ability before you've even had the power to see it. If you are a person that's like, you know what, I can meet somebody and I can tell if they're serious or not. Are you taking away their experience of even showing that they're serious though? And when I look at so many situations between situations my friends have talked about they've gone through or situations that I've you know heard from other people even when I have clients a lot of the issues they have especially financially is because they keep giving this abnormal amount of grace to other people and it is so self-sacrificing if you are a person that's like, I listened to your eldest daughter disease episode and that totally resonated with me, I want you to ask yourself, how many lessons did you have to learn because you got in the way of somebody else and you really tried to help them and they dropped the ball? And now you're sitting there like, I knew I shouldn't have done that, but I'm just going to take the lesson and move on. How many things have you had to eat and keep pushing? And these are the things that in a business sense, whenever I'm coaching someone, I start to observe little things. But whenever it gets to something like grace or when it gets to something like um, I'm noticing that they are apprehensive about solutions, nine times out of 10, it's because their inner critic is trying to calculate what they feel they have to do. I realize in that moment that I have to redirect their entire idea of help because I could literally be listening to them tell me their problem. I could tell them some solutions, which I don't just jump right into solutions. I really try to get like what they believe a solution would be before I dive right into coaching. But they literally are telling me so that I can understand what their mental process is so we can reshape it so that they can be strong enough to move forward. And I will literally hear them say the problem. They say the solution. I'm affirming that that solution is the first step. And they will literally in their brain be like, but it's too easy. I don't believe I can do it. Like I have to make sure that if I do it, it has to be X, Y, Z. It's like you overthink so much into what that solution could be. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's wrong, but you don't even give yourself room to have that percentage of risk because in your mind, you believe it has to be 150%. And so it's like, okay, 
you're you're like damned if I do damned if I don't and it's like no like before you get into that overthinking you're not giving yourself that grace but then if I look at the problem and the overall effect is that your income is not where it needs to be 10 times out of 10 is because you're giving grace to your clients you're giving grace to your partner you're giving grace to other people and it's affecting your money and a lot of people don't think it's that deep because they've constantly been in a position of survival mode they've constantly been in a self-sacrificing position to where they can't see overflow they would rather accept it's going to be a loss than to accept that it actually could work and that's because the inner critic in their mind is like if i don't see that it's gonna be 110 percent, then i don't see the point in even doing it i see more point in talking about the hypothetics of it than I do in actually trying it so that I can learn from it and that is so dangerous because you are literally sitting frozen off of hypotheticals every single day and I want you to think about where in your business you're sitting down and every day you see this problem in front of you and you're calculating all these solutions to the point where you're overwhelming yourself and you don't believe in yourself. And you've had literally so many days pass by where it's just like the same problem is still there. You got that same girl you hired and she's not doing her job, but you feel like she's a good person or you feel like she got kids and she need the money. Well, if she felt the same way, she would be performing at a very higher level. She would be doing more than she doing. And some people enjoy sitting in that moment of being a victim. They enjoy sitting in that moment. And you're taking on that frequency of just not doing anything or expecting someone to save them. And you dive right in and save them. But a lower frequency and a higher frequency, the lower frequency is going to win every time because it takes way more energy for a higher frequency to drag a lower frequency up than it does for a lower frequency to drag a higher frequency down. And so I want you to think about your life. You got that same man and you keep having the same conversation. And you keep explaining, hey, these are the things I want to see to the point where you don't even want to talk anymore. But you don't feel like leaving because in your mind, you're like, well, maybe if I just give him the silent treatment, he'll get it. Or maybe if I push him to go to therapy, he'll get it. Sometimes you have to leave in order for people to see that you really is not playing games. That's not saying that you're making a permanent decision. But if you decide to leave and that person doesn't decide that you're worth coming for, then it wasn't going to work anyway. But if you would have sat there year after year after year, not even putting your foot down, you're the one that gets stepped on. And you go year after year. And it's like, it's so sad to see because I see so many ladies that are dragging this man along 
or they're literally in a position where they have no confidence. And when they talk about their relationship, it's not from a place of light up. It's from a place of, well, you know, he's just not doing what he needs to do. And, you know, he's trying and, you know, he's been drinking and he's, you know, me growing has triggered him. And, you know, he just doesn't feel confident about himself. No, you don't feel confident about yourself because now you're dimming your light to turn around and figure out why he can't see your growth as a sign that there's growth happening here you should be growing as well like what's going on i'm a firm believer and i've seen it happen i have seen women literally leave a toxic relationship as hard as it is they first leave emotionally then they leave mentally then they just physically leave they leave the relationship And when I tell you the first six months of them leaving may have been difficult because they're purging, but it also is some of their most highest income months and they allow themselves to dive into the risk. It's 50-50. Either he sees what's going on and he actually kicks back in and tries to do his part so he can come back stronger or he's a dud. We move on. Either way, You focus on what you need to do because you know that at the end of the day, when you get to heaven's gates, if you believe in God, when you get to heaven's gates, you got to answer for you. And you got to be able to say, yes, I have all of these things that have happened, but I've persevered and I've moved on. One of the most amazing things I heard was you can rewrite a page, but you can't rewrite an empty page. And that stuck with me because there's so many people that are writing their life story and they are simply sitting at a desk with their notebook and it's empty and they're just holding the pen and they're sitting there and they're in fight or flight. They're in freeze. They're not moving. They're in survival mode. They've been literally repeating the same pages over and over and over again. And when it comes time to turn that page and move forward, they're frozen. And they're not making any decision. But then there's other people that are actively writing it. They're moving. They're making messy mistakes. But they're also understanding that nobody has been here before. So we have to just continue to move forward. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Nothing's going to be perfect. You are not the... uh, I guess you could say you are not the visionary of your life. And I say that as you are the co visionary of your life God has a vision for you but you also have to be able to see it discern it and move towards it it's not just daydreaming and being all up in your head eventually you have to get into your life as well and so there are actively people that are writing out the vision making it plain doing the things writing it and when they see something that comes up oh these people betrayed me Let me rewrite that because I'm not going to allow their betrayal to stop me from moving. I'm not going to allow their betrayal to make me feel like no one's available to help me. I'm not going to allow their betrayal to make me believe everybody out here is out here trying to hurt them. Then now you can rewrite that story and keep it moving. There's people out here that are like, oh, that man cheated on me. Nope. I believe that there is a relationship out here for me where a man loves me and he's going to respect me, not cheat on me. And he has the ultimate um, endowment for me. He loves me to the point where he's like, I would never do anything to hurt her or I would never do anything to hurt him. 
So you rewrite that. You may remember, okay, I've been cheated on before, but that doesn't mean that that one person's actions now quantifies everyone else's. You may have a situation where you, especially in business, you are a person that does what you do. And and for you, I know that I attract a lot of service providers. So you may offer a service to people and you really genuinely just love what you do. And you love helping people because you have been in a situation where you needed someone that could help you as well. And maybe you had an experience where you didn't get the help you needed. Um, or you got an experience that was amazing and it prompted you to be like, I could provide this for other people. And because of that, you decided to go and do whatever you needed to do to provide that service. But I want you to also understand that not everybody is you. You cannot expect everybody to be you, right? And so when you see that there are people that are manipulative, that do not appreciate what you do, that see you as a uh, opportunity, see you as a benefit, you can't allow that to harden you. When you rewrite the story of that, you realize, you know, this situation happened, but now I'm aware of how to clock it so it doesn't happen again, or I'm aware of how to move forward, or I'm aware of things that need to be put in place so that I can repel these type of situations away from me. And that was absolutely the lesson that I had to learn because for me, when I moved into providing a service of self-care, I did it. Because I was like, you know what? I need to work on myself. I need to better myself. I really want to get my self-care to where it needs to be. And so that prompted me into providing that type of service to other people. But what I didn't realize was sometimes the one hour or 90 minutes that people had with me every single month, sometimes that was the only time that they received someone that genuinely smiled at them. Or someone that filled their cup. Someone that they were able to have enlightening conversation with. Someone that was able to give them a hug. And when you're around someone that is like very high frequency, in one hour, for me, you're not bringing my energy down. You're not bringing my frequency down. I've worked too hard to build up my frequency and to build up my space to be reflective of that. And so for people, when they come in, they feel it and they're just like, I want more of that high frequency space. However, that does not exclude anyone from experiencing low frequency experiences. I've had to fire clients. I've had to put clients out. Like I've had to call the police. I've had to do those things. But that is not to say that they're a bad person. It's to say that I don't extend grace where grace does not need to be given. And for many service providers, they allow people to spit on them, to be disrespectful to them, to actually tell them that they only see them as somebody that they can get something from. They allow these people to stay around them and they allow these people to rebook. You know the low frequency you felt in when somebody no-shows or when somebody um, decides they don't want to pay you and then they want to try to get back on your books with another email or they want to try to be manipulative and you've told them that they can't have a certain service and then they go to somebody else to get it and now they come to you because they want it to be fixed. You've already said out of your mouth or even through your policies or whatever what 
you need done in order for you to provide a great service. And yet these people know that and they manipulate and you don't clock it. And you wonder why your energy is drained every single day. And it's because you are not a person who enforces your own boundaries and you have not gotten to the point where enough is enough. You have given enough grace. People that do business with you are grown adults. Even if you serve as children, like if you're a dentist or you work with like family care law or something like that, even if your client is a child, your client is still a parent. And so when you understand that you're working with adults here, you really stop feeling like you have to have this overly conscious savior complex for other people. And understanding that 85% of the world is not self-aware, you have to understand that it doesn't mean you have to work with 85% of the world. You can say, I want to work with the 15%. I want to work with the 1%. I want to work with the self-aware people. And when you speak, every time you speak, it evokes that. People who are not self-aware will offend themselves out of your presence every single time. Guaranteed. They're either going to offend themselves out of your presence, they're going to get triggered and they're going to go off. Like on their own, they're going to go somewhere because they're not just going to go off on you unscathed, right? But they're going to go off and do what they need to do. Or they're not even going to relate to the language you're presenting. And I really want you to understand that. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, well, you know, she's been through a lot and it's why, you know, she acts like that. Or people will actually say, oh, you know, I'm from whatever city and this is why I act like this. Or you got to show me or, you know, whatever things that were acceptable in their low frequency world. And when they come around a person with a high frequency like you and I who've spent so much time working on ourselves because we want to be better people, you really have to realize that you are shocked to their system. For me, I don't relate to someone telling me, oh, well, you should just understand because, you know, they've been through a lot. And on the flip side, oh, you think you're all that, you left the hood and now you think you're all that. Those two things let me know I will never be back here again. And you will not be calling me again. And the reason I say that is because you may have people around you that respond to you in that way. And you have to understand that you have had your fair share of trauma too. You have had things that have happened in your life as well. But it doesn't mean that you have to turn around and now when there's a situation, a person can be disrespectful to you and you have to be understanding because they have have whatever going on behind the scenes. A hurt person goes around the world hurting people. And that's real. Literally, I think about when things happen, for example. Let's say something happens where um, it's like, I'm going to give a very weird example. But let's say there's a shooting somewhere. And let's say, you know what? Yeah, from my, so, okay, from my childhood, let's go back. I was in a shooting. The response was not, well, why didn't you run? Or or why was y'all over there in the first place? 
Like, that was the response. And let me reframe it because I want to make sure I give it to you correctly. Because overall, it's accusing the victim instead of really accusing the person that caused the situation. So I'm trying to use a real example to explain that to you. But a lot of times, people will get upset at the person that got shot. Like, oh, well, why was you over there? You shouldn't have been over there. Well, why didn't you do this? Or why do you do that? And it's almost like that person who is the victim gets drilled for something that they didn't even do. Instead of asking the actual accuser, why do you have a gun over here? Why are they shooting in the middle of the day? And this is how a lot of people make survival mode okay day by day by day and it's so sad to see because literally people will choose not to move or they will choose to find reasons why they should sit and deal with a situation and then if something happens to somebody they don't sit there and realize this environment is sick they ask the victim why They aren't sick. And because of that, so many people don't understand the language you and I are talking. For many, when it comes to that grace piece, you're giving grace to people that are choosing to be sick. And I really want you to think about that. You literally see from a different lens now. You've listened to this podcast, you're meditating, you're listening to other speakers that talk about how they got out of their situation. You've heard my whole story. You're in my program. You're like, hey, I'm working on myself and I'm working on myself because I want more for myself. And it has nothing to do with anybody else, but I want more for myself and I want more for my children. And when you walk through life with that, people can feel it without you even saying anything. When you start to stand up straighter, when you start to dress more polished, when you start to speak with more intention, when you start to say no to things that you used to just sit and deal with, you realize that a lot of people are triggered and shaken up by that. And instead of them saying, wow, growth looks good on you, they have to turn around and say, you think you're all that. They have to turn around and say, oh, you don't hang with the little people anymore. You don't want to be little. And this is why you have to stop giving so much grace. Because if you're giving all of your grace away, then you can't be as graceful as you need to be as you're stepping through your life. And you will go through this as long as it takes. I need you to understand this. You will go through this as long as it takes, okay? So listen, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Um, If you really enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you come over to my Instagram at I am Nina Hayes. Let me know how you enjoyed this episode. And also make sure you share it with a friend. I've seen you guys five-star reviews and I absolutely love it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I hope this episode just gave you an initial conversation to move your life to the next level. All right. So I'll see you in the next podcast episode.